We have a new shadow cabinet. Barry Soper has been in Parliament listening to it and joins us now. Hello, Good Barry. afternoon again, Andrew. <laughs> so, what do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about Judith first or other stuff? Well, you know, anything really. I guess, uh, you know, if uh, Christopher Luxon wanted a new broom look, he certainly achieved that with the uh, top ten. Um, you know, and it was predictable, I guess you'd have to say. I mean, you and I were talking mm. <laughs> just over an hour ago saying that, you know, people like um, Chris Bishop will obviously keep um, uh, COVID response, that responsibility. Um, Erica Stanford, she's got, uh, she's picked up education, which is, of course, a big portfolio, but she uh, is still sticking with immigration. And uh, the other man we mentioned was Simeon Brown. Uh, he's lost police and... Um, corrections, but uh, the transport portfolio is a pretty interesting one and, and a fairly big, heavy-hitting one, uh, so he's got that. Um, but, you know, the, the top ten are probably fairly much uh, as expected. It's interesting if you look at the former finance portfolios, uh, they've almost changed as much as the leaders of the National Party. Uh, Paul Goldsmith, he's been given justice, although he didn't have um, finance or he hasn't had it for some time. Uh, you've got uh, Andrew Bailey, who of course lost out now to Simon Bridges with finance, mm. and um, Michael Woodhouse, who also was involved in finance. Um, Simon Bridges is the spokesman so there's no treasurer and no finance spokesman. It's Simon Bridges all the way. So uh, if you look at Judith Collins, uh, because there was a lot of interest in her, and um, going back to the view that I expressed to you earlier, Andrew, that I think uh, you'll find that uh, Judith Collins may move along um, at the next election, and uh, she will no doubt be assured of some other position, like a diplomatic posting or something of that sort. The surprise to me, um, really out of all this, was that uh, Todd McClay, who's yeah. been a pretty good, pretty good performer, uh, he's unranked in this. Uh, he's um, holding on to trade, which is a big portfolio, and export growth and tourism. Now, you know, one would have thought, and I put that to uh, Chris, uh, Christopher Luxon, that tourism, uh, given where we're going to head to in the coming couple of years, you would have thought that would be inside uh, the cabinet room. But at this stage, uh, no, it's not. But the point that um, Luxon made was that, look, uh, the people below number 20, and there are only 13 of them because mm. the uh, the uh, uh, lineup for the National Party is so small at the moment, he said they're unranked. Uh, he'll be having a look at it again in 12 months' time, and uh, he'll be looking at performers and uh, maybe uh, a minor reshuffle then. Todd McClay, I think you can probably take it from this, is on his way out. Uh, he's got oceans and fisheries and internal affairs. Now, that's the sort of portfolio you get when you uh, really uh, don't expect to do or make much of an impression. So I think he'll probably stick to his original plan and maybe move on at the next election. The first question I had to ask you, if I got the chance, was what the hell did Tom McClay do wrong? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he went from from up there to down there, you know. Uh, the, well, so, that was the so, first thing that I noticed, actually, yeah, uh, yeah, Andrew, same, as you same. obviously did. Yeah, same. Second thing I noticed was that Shane Retty, who, of course, was number two to Judith Collins, has actually yep. got only gone down to number five. So yep. they've actually acknowledged that he's a good performer. 
Yeah, and even though, this is interesting to me, even though Shane Retty clearly uh, had a role in what the disaster that um, Judith Collins carried out in trying to pull the, the rug from under Simon Bridges, um, he's, as you say, maintained a fairly senior role with health uh, and Mouldy. But look, in the health thing, I think he's shown that he got out and put jabs in people's arms himself. Yeah. And I think that showed some sort of commitment. So I guess he's been rewarded the other guy, uh, who is quite interesting in all of this, uh, because he brought uh, both uh, Luxon and Simon Bridges together and avoided a, a leadership vote at the caucus meeting was Mark Mitchell. Mm. Um, he's Well, he's a former cop. He's got uh, police and uh, counter-terrorism in the uh, serious fraud office. So, you know, he's probably well suited to that. And I thought he may have uh, been given a tilt at foreign affairs because he's worked overseas a lot in the past um, uh, in business. But Jerry Brown, he maintains that uh, he's got foreign affairs. So, uh, you know, they've got a steady pair of hands there. Well, well, yeah, exactly. If they end out in government, you actually do want, you know, a steady pair of hands to be a foreign minister who's going overseas. And and, uh, Jerry, of course, is is the father of the House. It may be that uh, Mark Mitchell, they finally recognised, will not be making any more cracks at the leadership. No, <laughs> you know, know? I think he, he's sort of a um, uh, declaring his hand and then putting it back in his pocket yeah. and trying to uh, lead with the other hand and get people coming together. So, you know, he's a very down-to-earth politician. I think, you know, whatever he does, he'll, he'll do OK. Here comes Erica Stanford. Yep. She's a, she's got she's, a big promotion. She's, yeah. Well, she's a flyer. She's going to be, you know, I can almost see Erica and Nicola taking over. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting because um, I did put it to Christopher Luxon at the beginning that here he is very new in politics. How did he know all these people and who to put with what? And uh, because it, clearly he went to them and said, look, this is what I'm planning for you. And, uh, you know, probably take it or leave it. Um, I think uh, the counselling would have uh, been carried out by Simon Bridges, who, of course, knows them all well, the 33 members of this caucus, uh, and uh, Nicola Willis, who may be a bit less so. But uh, the three of them, they'll be the, the kitchen cabinet, if you like, at the moment that went out and decided which names to attach uh, to which portfolios. All right, so um, a safe pair of hands, you have to say, for today. As I said, he's had to vault various hurdles over the yep. last week. That's what every new leader has to do. His next one will be, what, well, uh, question time tomorrow, up against the Prime Minister, uh, head-to-head in, the, in Parliament. He says he's looking forward to that. He's never, he said, uh, got to ask uh, questions of the Prime Minister. So I guess all eyes will be on that tomorrow. Certainly my eyes will be, Andrew. Good man. Barry Soper back again 4.45 this afternoon here on Newstalk ZB with Heather Duplessis-Allen Drive.